Welcome to Coffee and Crypto. My name is Jordan Freed, and I am delighted to welcome you to this podcast. It's most likely your first time listening to us because we haven't done too many of these, but we hope it won't be your last. I've got my two lovely co-hosts with me, Mr. Yale Freed. Yale, how you doing? Doing all right. Got my coffee, got my crypto. Hair's looking snazzy today. Got yeah, it's, the it's a lot. I, I, it's, I can't. It doesn't, it doesn't do what screams, I want. Screams West Coast. Definitely yeah, what I wanted coast. to do. Flock of seagulls. I, yeah. Throw yeah, it down exactly. the middle. Yeah, put it down the center, yo. Feels like I you can't. just came from the beach. Yeah. Yeah, or or bed. Wet labradoodle. <laughs> yeah. Matt Harrison from bed. How's the flu? <laughs> you had the flu. Strong recovery. Yeah, feeling a lot better. Um, again, the only solution is just pure strength of spirit, no medicine. Uh, I don't really believe in Western medicine, um, anti-needles, um, anti-doctors, and, um, it's served me really well. I've had my first bowel movement in five days. Uh, that was a big, so it's been already like a huge news day. Um, huge, huge, massive where you're, you're well on your way. Uh, you were diagnosed with FTX contagion yep. as you shared with us last time. Mm-hmm. Sounds like FTX contagion is now over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you FTX are... constipation. Now it's just FTX constipation. Yeah. Thanks to yours truly, Sam Bankman Freed. Bitcoin is flat. Bitcoin's the new stable coin. It's kind of boring, mm-hmm. actually. It's literally at the exact same price it was when we recorded earlier this week. Mm-hmm. $24,000. I mean, do something, Bitcoin. Go up or down. Mm-hmm. Uh, volume pretty strong in the past 24 hours. Holy cow. $34 billion in Bitcoin was traded. Ethereum looking a little bit better than Bitcoin. Ethereum's flirting with $1,700, just shy of $1,700, around $1,690 at the moment. Uh, We've got a lot of fans of the Hedera Hashgraph network, I know, in our listenership and readership. HBAR back above seven cents. Congrats, HBARbarians. Y'all are due. Y'all are due. I think we can (laughs) say that. Now, we did something fun on the last show. I want to do it again. Uh, where we talked about pictures of monkeys selling for ridiculous prices, or in other words, what are the top NFT sales of the past 24 hours? I'm going to pull up some images. Uh, You all should guess, actually, let's do it this way. I'm going to pull up an image and you're going to tell me what did this NFT sell for in the past uh, 24 hours? Okay. So our first uh, NFT up, it's a, I'll tell you what it is. It's a CryptoPunk. This is CryptoPunk uh, 9092. This mm. guy has got some swag. I like this guy. Ready for this? Okay. Please. I'll do, I'll do a reveal. Oh, I like that a lot. It looks mm. like um, like uh, Kurt. Um, is he's, Kurt Duck- he's got an eye patch. Okay. Yeah. He's got an eye patch. Uh, he has got a, a five o'clock shadow. Definitely five o'clock shadow going on there or some weird skin disease where the bottom half of his face is a different color than the top half of his face. Uh, if it, I think it's a five o'clock shadow and he's wearing a hood. Uh, guesses original, on what this sold for. Is that the original? Because the background doesn't look right. Why, why is it not blue? Uh, it is uh, It is the original. Um, hmm. And uh, Is that a yeah, rare feature? Interesting. Uh, it's an original CryptoPunk. And uh, guesses, guesses. I'm going to go with- 14,000. Uh, I'm going go to go with 350 grand. 350 grand from Yale. Matt, how much? 14,000. $14,000. Uh, this <laughs> sold 23 hours ago for 496,000 US dollars. Okay. That's 314 ETH even. 
craziness. Okay. I would have uh, paid twice that. I would have paid twice that. <laughs> you would have paid twice. That. That's that's in the steel. Uh, I was trying the to, next I was trying one to is up. You. The hood, the hood, uh, the the hooded ones. I'll say are are popular today. Uh, this is CryptoPunk nine six one one. Okay, he's That's got. The same it's not. This one does not have the eye patch. Okay, okay. All right. This one does not have the eye patch. I'm this gonna go punk nine six one one guesses. Four hundred thousand. Just a little bit lower. Matt. Uh, five hundred thousand. <laughs> Very close. Uh, price is uh, right I guess Matt loses because he overguessed it. This is four hundred eighty-two thousand dollars. Four hundred eighty-two thousand seven hundred thirty-one. Matt, you are a very easy prices right opponent. <laughs> yeah. Do, do uh, they do they know about that the other sale today? They paid <laughs> that much for that. <laughs> like the other guy got player one, and I paid that much for player two. Now something is going on with the crypto punks wearing the gray hoods because I shit you not, this is the other top sale from today. This the is crypto punk four six zero eight, also wearing a gray hood. Also, with facial hair, this guy's got a goatee. It's rocking some strong goatee vibes Were these here. Is this the same buyer? Um, good question. I'm going to check on that in just a second. This one sold $22,000 for a whopping guesses 400 grand. <laughs> Matt? 800, 800, 800 it's million. It's not 800. Dollars. <laughs> 800 million dollars. <laughs> Both are wrong. This is $388,812.41, or in crypto language, 240,000, uh, 240 ETH. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, there is a, uh, a board eight, but that price is only a staggering uh, 158,000. We won't share the picture. Uh, that's your NFT report. If you like this segment, leave us a comment in the comments that we'll continue to do this. Um, if you don't like this segment, uh, tough luck because we just did it. And this is definitely going in the episode. Uh, the NFT volumes, we'll just re quickly report on NFT volumes, still staying pretty strong out there. Uh, the Ethereum network is consist uh, consistently seeing tens of thousands of buyers of NFTs. In the past 24 hours, we had 13,000 buyers of NFTs, 16,000 sellers of NFTs. Volume in just the past 24 hours in US dollar terms, over $24 million in volume. That's up just 1% from the previous day. The market cap for NFTs, 22.86 billion dollars and the past week volume down slightly 169 million dollars but that's 169 million dollars in volume in the nft space that's wild um uh nfts still very much not dead if you want us to talk more about nfts or less about nfts again let us know uh in the comments but uh i think i think that's fun that's fun to report on yeah, so so I mean, look, we were told this is a bull trap. It looks like it's going up. Mm -hmm. Is it is it a run? Are we are we seeing a bull run? Uh, is the crypto uh, groundhog seeing its uh, shadow today? It's Groundhog's Day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Today's not Groundhog's Day, is it? It's Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog's Day. Today is Groundhog's Day. So what yeah. happened? We already did this, Jordan. Don't you remember? So, uh... It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it, it, I'm it, having anxiety after you said that. I'm like, have we lived this day before? It's gonna be um, an early spring. It's gonna be an early spring. He wait, said. wait. So he, so what does that mean? He saw his shadow or didn't see a shadow? I don't uh, believe in like, paganism, which I know is, is confusing <laughs> because I also don't believe in Western medicine. 
But um, um I I don't subscribe, wait, subscribe wait, to any of that wicked belief. If you one. see if he sees his shadow at six more weeks of winter, so he didn't see a shadow. I see right? shadows no, everywhere. If he... <laughs> Give me an answer. Okay, clearly we cannot report on the God. groundhog. Puxitani, uh, Puxitani Phil, Puxitani Phil. Phil. All right, hold on, I got it. There's no it. way he's still alive. We've he's still doing it. it. I mean, it's probably it's probably a stand-in at this point. What is the life expectancy of a groundhog? Is it the same dude? Six more weeks of winter awaits us. No. Six more mm-hmm. weeks. Six that's more weeks not, of. That's yes, not true. I'm reading the article right now. Six You're more weeks. Of, <laughs> six more weeks of winter awaits Fake us. Fake news. Moving on. Back to NFT sales. NFT yeah. sales are up thirty eight percent. I don't think that means a uh, full on bull market. I will comment on, and we reported this in the espresso shots in the newsletter. Make sure you're subscribed to Coffee and Crypto. Dot com. Uh, this is largely driven by the Yuga Lab sewer pass. Uh, again, to play that super fun game. I'm being mm-hmm. sarcastic here because it wasn't that fun of a game as we talked about last week. Azuki has also been up 89%. Art blocks, uh, D Gods also seeing a rally. So listen, I and I don't think NFTs are back, but I will say my own personal opinion, not investment advice. Uh, I do think NFTs are going to be part of what drives the next bull run. I think that all of this is going to go away for a little bit, but the the exuberance in some of the projects, especially if some of these guys can pull this off, Yuga did not pull off uh donkey, whatever uh, game very well. What was it called? Donkey something? Donkey dash. Dookie don- donkey dash. Dookie dash. Dookie dash, I think. Yeah. I, I, listen, I didn't play it. I'm not going to drop $4,000 on it. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. And I'll screencast it just for the benefit of viewers. Um, for the fellas. Waste, I like the idea. It. I like the idea of you spending $4,000 on that. And then I spend 40 bucks on something or four bucks on a video game on my phone. And then we say 4,000 video game versus $4 video game and see which is better, which is no matter how much, no matter how much Madden NFL cash you buy Yale, you will never beat me. It's not about Madden. It's about making fun of the the sewer pass, which belongs coincidentally, perhaps, in a, in sewer. a sewer, in the yeah. toilet. Knew you were <laughs> knew you were going there. Uh, SBF, in other news, fully barred from contacting FTX employees. A decision was reached. Uh, you know, preventing Sam from contacting former FTX or Alameda Research employees um, or using encrypted messaging applications to do so. You know, Sam thinking he's sly uh, mm-hmm. reaching out. This is massive because there are accusations of witness tampering from the prosecutors. There are, uh, there were allegations that Sam is literally trying to, a lot of these guys are going to be on the stand and are going to be key witnesses in the case against Sam. Um, a lot of them of, of course, to save their own asses are turning against Sam, you know, very, very quickly, uh, are going to throw him under the bus. But the accusation is that Sam's been using the app signal, uh, which is commonly used to buy drugs, order mushrooms, uh, you know, chocolate mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I've never done it. I've heard. Uh, and uh, yeah, sometimes uh, Sam people was using use that app certain to... emojis, and they will text a certain person at a certain time. Right? Con- <laughs> Sorry, Exa- exactly. Exactly. Me. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> there, there are screenshots, by the way. He was. This is like a fact. He was messaging employees. Or former yeah. boys. There are screenshots of this. Uh, but what I will say is um, I think what the lesson to take away from this particular story <laughs> is uh, 
be careful who you hire. Hiring friends and family is dangerous because what if you do crimes and then you can't text your friends and family afterwards? <laughs> so that's, I, that's, that's, that's I'm, what it, yeah, sorry. I'm laughing uh, because <laughs> the uh, in the newsletter, SP, SPF's parents are still confused. This is directly from the Coffee and Crypto newsletter. SPF's parents are still confused by the hand squelt notes all over their house and recently installed Koopa passenger pigeons on their roof, a species that were supposed to be extinct. <laughs> I it's had like Harry Potter vibes of like I love, Harry Potter trying to send a note to like Dumbledore with like a pigeon. I love yeah. the daily. I love the regular segment on our on, on, on our podcast where Jordan reads the newsletter he, that he's, he writes for the first time. I, I read the newsletter every day, but I skim it. Usually okay? on the I, podcast for the first yeah. time. I'm I skim glad you it. like it so much. It honestly means a lot. It's uh, really I, beautiful. I, 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 that one is especially funny. I I missed that joke on my first read. Yeah. So. Because with the with the with when I was sick too, it's like you you write like weirder shit, and sometimes I'm like, is this just funny to me, or am I just delirious? <laughs> um, but uh, the I was gonna say what's really like sad that his like defense is arguing that kind of goes to like you know sort of along Yale's line of thinking is that like when you have like no separation between your work life and your personal life, and then you know like you're barred. Sam's defense are arguing that like you can't keep him out of contact with like ex-Alameda and ex-FTX employees because like he needs some kind of personal contact like it's going to be like deleterious to his mental health if he can't text old employees or talk to people because like this guy had absolutely no separation between church and state like all oh, he man. had his, his his work life and his and his home life were the same bubble you know and it's like it's just kind of sad it's it's all epitomized by that 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 photo of him sleeping in the office where it's like or, or you know like what google wants to do with the pods where it's like oh no they're not your co-workers they're your family and it's it's just um yeah just jordan keeps thing. telling me that by the way he keeps saying i'm not your co-worker i'm your family and i'm like fuck off dude go do your job screen time is family time <laughs> yeah listen okay i just have love for everybody that we work with mm -hmm. um <clears throat> excuse work me is the work is the family you choose uh, <laughs> <laughs> To feed yourself, Jordan. Jordan, FedEx one day shipped me a hang in there cat poster, which That's I thought weird. was weird. <laughs> Made me hang it behind me. Cat. I have, like I have, too. I have the hiccups, so I'm having trouble reading this next line. Um, I'm sure mm -hmm. you'll do great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be funny. Uh, Steve Aoki and Seth Green decide uh, to let audiences have a say. There's a collab. Well, I'm really hiccuping here. Excuse me. Um, in Shibuya, a Web3 video designer platform, actor Seth Green and musician Steve Aoki are teaming up. Whoa. <laughs> if, if, you throw, if you throw up onto the mic, this will be, this, we will be. Yeah. You can you're finally gonna go viral. Go. You're going to go you're, viral. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to continue this one because this coffee is just not going down. Podcaster <laughs> vomits all over microphone. <laughs> I like the, I like the headline of, uh, of, uh, unpopular podcaster vomits all over microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally gets over 100 listeners on an episode uh, <laughs> anyway uh this story is wild uh this so this i mean steve aoki who's been in the web3 space for a little bit seth green who famously lost his uh his board ape and then had to go on twitter and like beg for it back 
to make his TV show where the board bought, bought it back. I believe. I think right? bought it back. He paid, paid again. Well, because like <clears throat> he kind of had to. He had a TV show based on this board ape. Anyway, oh, wild stuff there. But anyway, they are teaming up to do uh, basically um, a collaborative production process with Shibuya, which I think recently got seed funding from A16Z. I'm I'm from remembering correctly. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they are. Uh, I think the process is basically the NFT holders get to literally vote on the scene this the ending of an individual scene before uh seth and steve go film it next week basically so they literally like vote on the ending of a scene but if you have a certain shibuya nft access pass then they uh make something together um matt you're a person who writes things for a living uh do you think this will go well no the thing that immediately made me think of is like there was i remember in my old office angel publishing we had like this big party for when um uh netflix's uh bandersnatch came out yeah and someone made a tray of weed brownies and the whole office ate them and we all stood in the break room and turned all the lights off and watched bandersnatch and everyone was just screaming different directions to pick and i remember feeling like it was like hell and like my life was out of control and like i had no input on which choices to make and I think that's the best way to steer any creative project, honestly, that it's like, it's just like, it's, it's also, it's the same. Um, it's also, I mean, again, like not to like do like another metaphor, but if you know that, that game where it's like, everyone goes around a circle and tells a story, like one word at a time, like the beanstalk popped its lid in the yeah, you're, road. You're certainly not winning a, 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 any, any uh, Pulitzers for fiction in that, in that circle. Yeah. It's like, that's like, the whole thing about that game is that it's a Marvel. If you can tell any kind of coherent story at all. So it's like the whole th- idea of like stories that it has to be, you know, either captained by one person or a team that, that, that have worked together. It's like the idea that something could be decided like the narrative by public opinion, it's just going to go like nowhere. It's just going to, they're going to vote it into the side of the wall. Um, well, if the if if the public were so brilliant, they would have already created hit movies, right? I mean, it t- uh, it typically takes, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like I mean, it's, I I think that there's a nice thing about like you know people talk about like film three, the idea that like you know that people would the movies would get financed would be things that people want to see, but also it's like is that not just movie theater? Well, I, I do I do like a uh, fan like fan fiction like the fan. It is cool to see like fans love something so much and then get online and like come up with alternative like endings. But I still like the creator. You know, this is like from mine to Steven Spielberg or Seth Green or whoever. They're producing it. They're making it. And then like, okay, let the people come up with alternative endings to it. And maybe you record some of those and like actually shoot them if well, I think there's the a really good one. But film three idea that I'm really impressed by is the idea that you could go to a creator you like and that creator could say, I have an idea. I think a studio is going to put in too much input. I want to do a collaborative crowdfunding process. And then the NFTs can be used for that kind of process where they own a percentage of the film they they don't own any creative decision making right it's a right it, it, it's like a, a seed and spark um or or a gofundme where you actually get ownership of some of the profits in the back end i think that yeah. kind of idea which we know people who are, are trying to create there are people trying to create this kind of film three studio idea where an nft holder gets access to some of the funds or maybe even owns a character in the film I, I, yeah i think once you start getting to like you if you buy this you get to decide what happens in this scene it's like but that's yeah. not, you know, you, the 
the uh, Matt, I, I don't want to recycle all the jokes from the newsletter, but uh, Mountain Dew tried this, didn't they, in 2012? Yes. Care to share the results of this poll? Oh, it's incredible. Um, I was going to let people Google that on their own. Yale, did you Google it? Um, because the, the end results, I'm, I'm gonna look the, it up. the Mountain Dew, um, but explain. Uh, so, so Mountain Dew held a contest. They did a 2012 poll. Yeah. And so Dub the Dew. Dub the Dew, where they let Mountain Dew drinkers could vote with the thing on the can and the top 20 <laughs> flavors. Wow. Um, these are the most 2012 answers. This is yeah, from 2012. Yeah. The, so Diabetes. No, gushing grannies was all over the place. It was gushing grannies or granny gush or squirting grannies. But the number one Mountain Dew flavor that was supposed to be named by the contest was Mountain Dew Hitler did nothing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So I think when you put it up to public decision, bad things happen. Wait, wait, (laughs) that's not the one you put in the newsletter. Uh, You put... uh... Oh, oh no, Bode, I put I put Bodie McBoatface as an example when the British Navy did a very similar thing when they let um, wait, wait so the British vote. Navy was unveiling uh this so this has happened many at many different points throughout history where some and it's never gone cl- well. Yeah, pol- all- <laughs> some clever marketing intern at some government agency or some large corporation decided so the British Navy introduces a new vessel and uh interested bystanders uh, all voted to name it uh, Bodie McBoatface. And then so then the, the British Navy has to have SS Bodie McBoatface as one of three of their like largest, you know, new vessels is like his captain is, is, is Bodie McBoatface. Is still a vessel? But, I don't Bodie think they actually McBoat. use that name. Did they? Oh, it's on this. It's on the side somewhere. You just, just give it a goog. They, they're because they're British. They're like, OK, that's not that awful. Our, I mean, no Navy, one, no one really anyway, fears yeah. their Navy anymore, do they? No, it's not. It's not the uh, the global power that it once was. Um, it's, it's just yeah. funny when you put like things into the hands of fans, nothing goes right. Yeah, I've, I've been to show you this for years and I keep. Whoa, whoa, that's a bold statement. Let's dwell on that for a second. Let's let that yeah. simmer with our listeners. You've just glossed over that quickly, Matt. When you leave things in the hands of the fans, it doesn't go well. Well, yeah. th- there's a great line, uh, Jordan, from from somebody who we admire, uh, Coach Marv Levy uh, of the Buffalo Bills, um, has a great line where uh, someone said, as a head coach, how much do you think you should listen to the fans? He's, and he responded, if I listen to the fans too much, I'll soon become one of them. Uh, mm. And I I mm. think that's a, a great, a great line. It's like you. That's really. Uh, yeah, that's a day. Yeah, that's a you, when, when you. It's the same idea as like when you're a filmmaker, like listening to random tweets. It makes me so irate. And it makes you... a lot of sense because you almost didn't get in the Buffalo Bills game. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. I was trying to be a coach too much. I one could say, uh, <laughs> and coaches are like allowed a, like a drinking coach at the tailgate. Yeah, like a drinking kind of coach? coach who do disagrees with the the authorities at the game about my sobriety level. It's like if um. I. If I remember the interaction, I'm fine to go in. Uh, <laughs> if I remember the interaction, that fine gentleman serving in the line of duty, okay, putting his neck on the line, policing the gates at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, was just trying to protect the fan experience by keeping you out of yeah, the, out of the, the game. The famously cordial Buffalo Bills fan experience. It's like, mm-hmm. sir, you're protecting you're protecting the Buffalo Bills game from a drunk person. Have you looked up <laughs> around anywhere? Uh, but anyway, to 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 get back to the point. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I do I do maintain the idea that crowdsourcing creativity um is fun as a game but you very quickly realize that uh 
sooner or later everything's going to come back to like a poop joke or like a, a nazis did nothing wrong joke that does tend yep. to be what happens on the internet yeah mm-hmm. so, uh, uh guys it's I'm going to break this glass. It's Crypto 101 time, a new segment of the Coffee and Crypto newsletter where we teach you things about crypto. Novel, the show is called the Coffee and Crypto Podcast. After all, Matt, care to teach us this very important vocabulary word from our last edition? Some say hodl, some say hodl. How do we pronounce it? What does it mean? I say I say hodl. Uh, say hodl. Than, oh, really? Hodl? I, I say hodl. Hodl like rhymes with hodl. yodel. Yeah. yodel um but just to just to 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 hodl hodl your position and uh you know not give up the faith not sell not sell too early and diamond uh, hands. you know ride this wave yeah diamond hands ride well, the wave right yeah uh, it's a, it, the, the history of this is pretty immense um of course again this is really one of those cases of validates the further topic of what happens when you leave things in the hands of the fans this was uh, the fans of crypto jumping on an honest slip up by satoshi nakamoto who left a comment and instead of spelling hold he spelled hodl he put the d before the l and this is now forever in bitcoin history and is a rallying cry for not just bitcoin fanatics but for crypto fanatics all around the world Hodl, which just means hold your bag. Don't sell your bag of coins. Um, hold the line. Stay with me. For he who sheds his blood with me today shall forever be my brother. Yeah, my brother. That's so beautiful. Those wow. who are about to hold there him you salute go. you. Appreciate that. I get a little emotional there. Well, it was really yeah. beautiful. It was good. Um, oh, Captain, my captain. I'd stand on my desk right now, but it, things would fall. Um, I'm on my bed. You, you, won't, you won't do it. Um, I won't. Guys, uh, that's about a bit of a slow news day uh, this week, which is honestly good. We had a uh, we had comments from Jerome Powell. Crypto rallied uh, a little bit less hawkish than we've seen him before. Um, it could be that this thing is going to be brought in for a smooth landing. Uh, at least the markets are reacting that way. Meta. I mean, we shat on the metaverse in a previous episode. Meta stock up 20% on news that Mark Zuckerberg is going to spend $40 billion buying back stock. Of course, relevant because they're going all in on the metaverse. Crypto, NFTs, key tools that are going to have to be used to make that a reality. Um, Earnings a little bit better than expected. Um, Looks like people have left some of the other ad platforms like Snapchat and have a flight to safety and an ad platform a little bit more familiar in Facebook's revenue, beating expectations. And again, just announcing you're going to buy back $40 billion worth of your stock uh, (laughs) makes sense. Uh, Hey, uh, I'll take that off your hands. (laughs) It's this constant play where like every every tech company is like, hey, we're going to have to lay off about 10% of our people in order to get enough money back to shoot the stock up. So they literally like do that on a random Friday. They drop that they're doing layoffs. And then like the next Tuesday, they're they buy up a ton of stock. And then a couple of days later, their earnings reports come out and it's slightly better than expected. And then all of a sudden- to the moon. We're in a bull market. Yeah, I mean, listen, the counter Ooh. the counter argument for that is like if you really can't figure out other innovative things to do with forty billion dollars, eh, a little bit, you know, like I, I, I you... there's an argument to be made that stock buybacks are like one of the grosser parts of the current co- like corporate. Yeah, culture. by the way, I, I was trying to I was trying to take that side of the argument, which yeah, is like I, I if totally you agree. like there's a lot of other things you could do with the forty billion dollars as a shareholder, like instead of buying my stock, maybe make more money with it, uh, try oh, yeah. to come up with other innovative ideas. Every single major bank bailout has like led to just stock buybacks. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, yeah well, let's just buy back our stock. 
Uh, Coinbase not buying back stock, but their stock is up uh, or was up 56% in January. What a rally. Now, of course, down massively from last year. Um, so did you buy, it has did not you buy fully, it 30 bucks? It has not fully recovered. But if you were some genius and sold all your stock in the spring of last year, <laughs> and then by some miracle uh, bought it back, uh, maybe you were Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> uh, and, did you uh, did you it. buy Coinbase stock at thirty two dollars? Uh, I did not buy Coinbase stock at thirty two dollars, but uh, Coinbase stock did bottom out. Uh, there was a great entry point around like forty, yeah, around forty. I don't know if it yeah. ever got as low as thirty five. It got to uh, thirty three on January third. If you bought Coinbase stock one month ago, yeah, you were up a hundred and fifty percent or something. Wild, yeah, uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. And this again is on news of. Uh, this is the post-Fed rally. Comments from Jay Powell seemed a little bit more like Jay's demeanor yesterday. I actually watched it. I had it up on the TV here. I mean, that guy has a knack for talking for 30 minutes while saying nothing. I mean, yeah. very. that's a hard thing to do. Hey, to basically government. stand up there behind mm -hmm. a podium and speak so much but say so little. He said effectively nothing. At the stock market rallied, which should tell you everything you should know about the stock. You market, guys should check is... out his podcast. It's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has a lot more listeners than ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and again, I mean, we have to, we have to point him out because it's February 2nd and Charlie Munger is still not dead. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway's uh, co-founder, uh, Charlie Munger, again, calling for the United States to ban cryptocurrency while somewhat complimenting China and other totalitarian forms of government for being a little bit more swift in their action against cryptocurrencies. Uh, Charlie Munger, um, you know, should live a long then, happy life he then yeah he, he then coughed and mountains of dust came out right yeah like <laughs> why are we yeah. tracking his behavior <laughs> heir to the mung beans empire crypto exchange bitrix among the other cryptocurrency exchanges no surprise they're laying off more than 80 people uh and that about rounds up the uh the, the top crypto stories for right now uh a fun account we talked about her last time um i'm gonna still try to get her on uh, but Tiffany Fong continuing to sling mud at Celsius founder Alex Machinsky. Oh, here, Jordan, we, um, we didn't get to talk about this on the on the podcast, but I we did discuss it in the newsletter. It's so funny. Uh, apparently, Celsius was also using QuickBooks. Like, I don't know if there's I don't know if there's like a QuickBooks discount deal, but like these billion listen, dollar if companies. You are an accountant. <laughs> if you know how to do spreadsheets, if you know how to use Microsoft Excel or even fuck it, Google Sheets, crypto needs you. Okay. There's companies that just need accountants here. All right. We got a shortage. Not even accountants, just bookkeepers. If you've if you've <laughs> seen paper before, anything. <laughs> if you know if you know how to file things in order. Yeah. Yeah. It's it honestly it's just scathing. Just the mismanagement of these companies. We'll just go down in history of it, it makes the whole industry look bad. I, as, as someone who's working in the industry, we're trying to build NFT.com and uh, people often ask that are on the outside that have normal jobs and are just kind of looking at crypto saying, oh, thank God I don't do what Jordan does or Yale or Matt, like feel really bad for them. Don't they know that that's the Titanic and they should get off? You know, it's <laughs> as we're trying to increase or like protect our image, it's really hard to do that when, you know, as the bankruptcies are going on and we're learning more and more about what's going on, it literally is Sam wandering around his mom's house 
uh, trying to use signal to witness tamper <laughs> with former employees. Like, didn't you know you were going to get caught? Like, what are these guys thinking? Like well, QuickBooks, you're using QuickBooks to keep your numbers. I mean, there's a lot better accounting software than QuickBooks, well, right? Yeah, I, like, I used, I used to use QuickBooks when I, when I was freelancing. You weren't running a multi-billion dollar <laughs> crypto platform. I, <laughs> it's so funny to me because like when I saw that, like when I first saw that story, I was like, I don't know if that's right or not. I thought QuickBooks was for people like me. And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, no, no, I was right. QuickBooks was for people like me because I got it for free after I did my taxes with TurboTax. Um, were these companies also using TurboTax for their taxes or were they just skipping the taxes completely? H&R Block. Nice. <laughs> um, What's well, the discount this year? Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah that about wraps um, it up. Uh, Matt, other you know, any other topics we forgot to cover? No, there's a lot of like fun just Twitter going on today. Uh, I saw it's the two year anniversary of that uh that woman doing the workout video in front of the the Myanmar coup. You guys remember this? Oh, no. One of my one of my favorite uh, one of my fa- I just I just sent you the video. Drop it, here. drop it in the chat, my boy. I just did here, yeah. One on on the Zoom chat. One of my favorite videos of all time is a woman like it's just like so emblematic of of 2021 world and she's just she's just doing a workout video and like behind her there's just black suvs raiding the capital <laughs> <laughs> and she's just not she's really a military <laughs> going on behind the scenes here this is 24 million views she's just like dancing and shimmying there's uh troops oh, and like boy. uh you know just a massive military mobilization behind her. And she's like bouncing around, shaking her hips with her ponytail flopping around. And uh, she's wearing a mask, COVID-19 mask, sensible. I love uh, her moves. Yeah. This is phenomenal. All-time favorite. It's great. I did. I, 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 know... I've actually never, I've never seen this. Oh, at the time I made a, a parody of it for the company I was working for, where I put like, monsters and aliens behind her like attacking just to make it like significantly more extreme and I, but i i can't find it i think they posted it on i would call that i would dare to call it a hat on a hat yeah that i had on a hat that video needs nothing that it, video needs needs not a thing but it was already trending so it's like you know you're getting some free retweets at that point so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. god that's funny yeah that one's a great one that one uh yeah yeah well <laughs> very serious <laughs> she's very very serious anyway we, we don't mean to make light of of myanmar's situation i believe the coup has stood since then i think the coup is the coup government is still in power i believe whenever someone says myanmar i i get hungry and i think they're talking about malamars and i'm like that's, that's i think myanmar is the most delicious sounding country. i think of uh i hate to say it, i think of burma superstar yale oh one of the best restaurants such good mm. food Great. Mm. Superstar, California, San Francisco. Really, mm. really good. They still they speak Burmese in, in Myanmar, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh have you guys noticed that Wikipedia's got a new layout? It's kind of hard to navigate on desktop. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh that about covers it on this episode of Coffee and Crypto. Uh Yale Matt, thanks as always. If you've enjoyed this, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe for more awesome, hilarious great stuff from you know three handsome uh gentlemen <laughs> hi <laughs> be, be, be sure be sure to subscribe www.coffeeandcrypto.com we hope to see you for next episode uh check out that newsletter and also at the bottom of the newsletter there's a poll you can rate the cup of coffee for that morning so as you're drinking that morning cup of coffee you can let us know if you think matt's jokes are funny or ew is it gas station coffee go check it out let us know what you think i think it's good but you know 
Tea is gas station coffee the worst kind of coffee or is there a lower tier? I'd make Not the argument. Wawa. I like Wawa. Yeah, I'd make the argument that there's pretty good gas station coffee out there. It's the instant coffee shit that they give you on like a, on like Passover or Shabbat for mm -hmm. the Jews mm -hmm. out there. That's they, they give you in rehab. Yeah. A yeah, the, meetings. The, the yeah. mix in the hot water. Very relatable, you know. Mm -hmm. Comes in a giant. Everyone knows what instant coffee is. It's just for me, I only associate it with religious uh, holidays. Yeah, I associate it with, with 12 step programs. <laughs> That's probably more <laughs> accurate for the rest of the world, I would uh, assume. Bye bye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening.